as I have been thy father's counselor, so will I now also be thy counselor. Perhaps he will refuse my services, your majesty. No, no, he has learned to value your counsel, even as I have. So go back to Jerusalem and gain entrance into Absalom's confidence. And then perhaps you may defeat and make void the counsel of Ahithophel and take with thee Zadok and Abiathar, the sons of the high priest. And when you hear anything of importance in the court of Absalom, send me word by the two young men. Absalom, king of Israel, enters. Bow the knee. Arise. Ahithophel, I wish your counsel. I am at his majesty's command. What do you suggest I do about my father? Your majesty, there is need for immediate military action against your father, David. Let me choose out 12,000 men and I will arise and pursue him while he is still weary and unorganized. When I come upon him, I will smite him only. All the people who are with him will be permitted to flee and come back to Jerusalem. You may come forward, Hushai. God save the king. You were sent for me, your majesty. Yes, I have just dismissed a council meeting during which Ahithophel advised immediate and speedy action against David. Do you agree? Uh, no, your majesty. As you well know, David and his men are mighty men, men of war, crafty, experienced, and wise warriors. They will be dispersed in caves and pits. Were you to take immediate action against them, you would be doomed to failure, and the people would turn against mm, you. Yes, yes, perhaps you're right. What do you suggest? O king, I counsel that all Israel be generally gathered together here in Jerusalem. In number they shall be as the sands of the sea. Then go to battle in person, O king. When we find David, we shall fall upon him as the dew falleth upon the ground. And of David and the men with him there shall not be left so much as one. And thou, O king, shall be a hero to Israel. Thou shalt become their savior and their true king and ruler. <laughs> no wonder my father sought your advice. It is better than that of Ahithophel. It shall be as you have said, Hushai. We shall wait and organize and prepare for an all-out battle against David, my father. <laughs> say you will soon be dead. I will be. I am going to hang myself. <gasps> hang yourself? But why? Why? Because I am a failure. I have long counseled Absalom in rebellion. I encouraged him in the most abominable wickedness to dishonor his father. And now he scorns my advice and accepts with acclaim the advice of Hushai. Oh, you're just jealous and angry. Soon that Soon Absalom will be defeated. The people will turn against him and put David back upon the throne. Then what will happen to me, huh? <laughs> I will be put to death, dishonored, disgraced. I prefer to die by my own hand. Hushai, not certain that his counsel would be followed by the fickle Absalom, lost no time in sending the two young sons of the priest to warn David to escape immediately across the River Jordan. The two young men were suspected and pursued. 
but they succeeded in performing their perilous mission. Oh, I have brought trouble to Israel. Because of my many sins, we are forced to cross the Jordan at once. For my son, my son seeks my life. Lord, how are they increased that troubleth me? Many are they that rise up against me. But thou, O God, art a shield for me. I will not be afraid of the thousands of people. Salvation belongeth to thee, O Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Dear Lord, thank you for my mom and dad.
you've joined me today for another story just for you. In the case of the secret code, Willie starts getting strange messages on his computer. Could they really be from God? Chapter 3, At the Shoebox. Willie was always glad to go to church. Every week, he and his friends met in the shoebox. Their class had more fun than anyone else's. Mrs. Shoe made sure of that. That's one reason why Willie was smiling when Grandpa pulled Willie's wheelchair from the trunk of the car. He jumped in and led the way across the church parking lot. See you later, Grandpa. Willie steered his wheelchair down the hall at high speed. Even before he got there, he could hear singing. Willie joined in while he was still in the hallway. Willie knew that his voice wasn't that great, but he made up for it by singing as loud as he could. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. Maybe I should do it lower. Willie knew that his voice wasn't that great, but he made up for it by singing as loud as he could. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. It wasn't until he wheeled through the door that he realized the others had stopped singing. Oop, Willie said, suddenly embarrassed. Sitting in the second row, Maria and Dee Dee started to giggle. Chris, sitting in his usual spot by the aisle in the back row, grinned and gave Willie a thumbs-up sign. Welcome, Willie. Mrs. Shue acted as if nothing was wrong. You're sure in a good mood this morning? Yes, Mrs. Shue, Willie grinned back at her. Then let's get started. Mrs. Shue looked around at the kids in the shoebox. Who has had something special happen to them this week? Willie looked down, but Chris nudged him. Tell her, he said to Willie. No, you tell her. Tell me what, Willie? Mrs. Shue looked back at them. Willie's been getting secret messages, Maria said. Oh, really? Mrs. Shue said. What kind of messages? Maria told the group about Willie's modem and the secret message they had read on the computer screen. The message came from G period, O period, D period. You mean the one up in heaven? Sammy asked, sitting on the other side of Chris. Of course not, Dee Dee said, sitting with Maria. God doesn't use computers. Why not, Chris asked. He invented them, too. He did not, Jenny said. A man did, a scientist. So who gave him the idea? God can do anything he wants to do, even send us messages on computers. Chris folded his hands over his chest and stuck his chin out at Jenny and Dee Dee. He cannot, Jenny said. Can so, Chris shot back. Children, arguing will get us nowhere, Mrs. Shue said, but it is a good reason to discuss our lesson today. Sammy, what are we studying? We're studying Luke 11, the part about prayer. Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray. Didi, why do you think Jesus did that? Why was it important for the disciples to learn how to pray? 
because they needed to know how to ask God for all the good stuff they needed or they wouldn't get it, Dee Dee said. That's silly, Chris said. God knows what we're thinking before we say anything. Why does he need us to say anything? Why doesn't he just answer our prayer before we ask? Who can answer that, Mrs. Shue said. Maria raised her hand. Sometimes I know you want the mashed potatoes when we're sitting at the dinner table, Chris, Maria said, but I wait to hear you ask for them before I pass them. That's the polite thing to do. Jenny raised her hand, and God wants to hear more than what we want. My mom said he's just like a parent. He doesn't want us to act like he's some sort of gift machine. He wants to hear that we love him. But remember that God does want to give you good things just like your parents do, Mrs. Shu added. Sometimes they don't give you what you ask. Sometimes they have something else planned for you. But listen to this. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Luke 11 verse 9. Dee Dee raised her hand again, but that still doesn't mean that God can talk to you over your computer. Mrs. Shue shrugged and held up her hands. What do you think, class? Can you think of any unusual ways God talked to people in the Bible? Sammy raised his hand. He talked to Moses through a burning bush, and he used a small voice to talk to Elijah, Maria said. He wrote on the wall at that feast in Babylon, Chris added. Dee Dee stood up, but that doesn't mean he's talking to Willie on his computer. Mrs. Shue looked at Willie. What do you think, Willie? Willie was silent for a long while. Then he said, I got another message. Everyone listened. I got a longer message after Chris and Maria left Thursday night, Willie said. At first, I thought it would be just like the other one. I thought I could just switch the numbers to letters and get the message. But this one was different. This code had letters in it, too. After I translated the numbers to letters, I put the old letters and the new letters all together. I'll show you. Willie rolled his wheelchair to the front and began writing on the blackboard. W-L-C-M. T. T-H. B-L-L-T-N. B-R-D. Period. I-V. B-N. W-T-C-H-N-G. U. L-N-G. T-M. N-D. M. G-L-D. U. H V J N D S H R period I H P T H R F R M U G N S N period G period O period D period Weird, Sammy said under his breath. That doesn't look like anything God would say, Dee Dee said. How do you know? Chris snapped back. I better do that again. Weird, Sammy said under his breath. That doesn't look like anything God would say, Dee Dee said. How do you know, Chris snapped back. Chris, Dee Dee, settle down, Mrs. Shue said. Actually, that's one of the reasons Jesus taught people through parables. He said things that many people didn't understand the first time. But if they were really looking for answers, they could figure it out. But this doesn't make any sense, Dee Dee said. I haven't figured it out yet, Willie said, but I think there is a pattern. I see it, Maria said. The letters that G period, O period, D period left in the code are vowels, and the numbers that change to letters are all consonants. The message is there, just like Mrs. Shue said, Willie said. We just have to really want to figure it out. But I do want to, Chris said. I just can't. Wait a minute. I see it. The first word is welcome. See? Right, Willie said. Only the vowels are missing. Only words made up of vowels have them. 
The shoebox kids worked on the code until they had the entire message. Welcome to the bulletin board. I've been watching you a long time and I'm glad you have joined us here. I hope to hear from you again soon. G period, O period, D period. Well, Willie, it looks like your computer pen pal is inviting you to send him another message, said Mrs. Shoe. I hope you don't let him or her down. But that doesn't prove that G period, O period, D period is, Dee Dee said. Chris rolled his eyes. That evening, Willie sat in front of his computer console, staring at the empty screen. For a long time, he didn't know what he should write, though it seemed important that he say something. Finally, he wrote, to G period, O period, D period, from Hot Wheels. Today at church, we talked about prayer, period. Though I'm pretty sure you're not the God that we pray to, comma, I thought you might have an opinion about it, period. After all, comma, there's not much difference between what we're doing right now and when I pray to God before I go to sleep at night, period. Maybe the only difference is that I can see God working in my life, comma, while you're just a pen pal, period. Anyway, I just want you to know that I'm glad you're my friend and that you take the time to send messages to me like this, period. Thanks, period. P.S. What flavor of ice cream do you like? Or does G period, O period, D period like ice cream? Willie looked at the message for a long moment, pressed the send button on his computer, switched it off, and headed for bed. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 2, The Case of the Secret Code, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. they'll become So let the children come Please let the children come Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net